Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. It's that time again. Believe supports business sports media and heard, of course, on pod clips around the world. I am Fred. You can email us, sportsfredadeo.com. Joined today by uh, Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. He's in Pennsylvania, so I believe it's probably cooler than 100 degrees here in Southern California. We're taping this about 4 o'clock on uh, Thursday. And... Uh, Already, I think the big story, and I've said this before, uh, we found out about uh, the alleged strangling situation with the woman. Trevor Bauer is crazy. He's always been nuts. He was nuts at UCLA. I've talked to some of his teammates. They don't like him. The bottom line is he's been on four teams, uh, even though he's got great talent. And now we've got allegations that he strangled a woman last month. Yet, uh, at this point in time, Dave Roberts is going to start him on Sunday. Any comments? Well, you know, Fred, when we get into those kind of things, there's a lot of accusations that go flying back and forth, you know, where there are black whips involved. I don't know. Um, you know, when you get involved with those kind of relationships, that he said, she said, it, there's no doubt the guy's a little different. We all know that, okay? Um, I just don't know how to look at it. I, you know, look at the NFL. Look what the Washington football team did over the last 20 years with their cheerleaders putting them out on boats with high rollers and ticket season ticket holders. And now the NFL showing no transparency slaps a $10 million fine on the Washington football team, but doesn't want to talk about any of the transgressions that they did. The yachts with the, the dancing girls and nude women. I mean, what is going on in this world? I mean, it's ridiculous, Fred. Nobody gets to the bottom of any situation. They just make it this uh, deliberation. Somebody from the league, like this Lisa Frule or whatever her name is, she goes out and she does it. And then are we supposed to believe all this? And then Tanya Snyder, the wife of the owner of the Redskins, is now the co-CEO because they have no women owners in the league? I mean, what is going on, Fred? Well, let's go back. I oh, no, I agree with you about the, the nonsense that we've allowed to go on, and that's the point. If you're Andrew Friedman of the Dodgers and you have to know some of these stories, you have to have read some of this stuff that uh, Bauer has written over the years, uh, very right-wing stuff, but that is not even the point, anti-minority, anti-Jew. Uh, uh, the, the, the point being, and you gamble on somebody like that for $100 million guaranteed, $40 million this year, okay, you, you know, you're the smartest guy in the room if you're Andrew Friedman, but Art Source, would you have gambled as talented as the guy might be on the mound? There are bigger issues than that. No, the locker room is the key. If your team doesn't like each other, and that team we saw at the end of last year when they celebrated the world championship, 50 games, I understand all the negative stuff, but they still won it all the way it was set up. And, you know, those, those guys loved each other. You can see that. Now the Dodgers are, are, are underachieving. Yes, they've had injury problems. Yes, when Dustin May went down, that's a huge loss for them. But do you go out and break up that chemistry of a team that has won eight consecutive Western divisions. This is what I, I'm always amazed with in leadership in pro sports, even in collegiate sports. They do things that I question why they're doing it in an attempt to get better. Hey, you've got the best three pitchers in baseball already. Now you bring in Trevor Bauer, you know, but he brings baggage with him. And, and that's going to be a big problem for him, Fred. Before this whole thing's over, you're going to see it's going to raise a big alarming issue. Hey, I'm interested to watch the game tonight. 
I mean, you got the Washington Nationals who are playing great ball. They've won 14 of their last 17. Kyle Schwarber, red hot. Here's something that blew my mind last night. Okay. The Yankees playing, you know, pretty poor baseball in the AL East for the amount of money they're spending. You know, the Angels make a great comeback from what a seven run deficit yep. to, to win the game in the ninth inning. And Jared Walsh is, is a part of it. Shohei Otani had a great three game series. But they decided to call the game at 2 o'clock last night in the morning. I've never heard anything like that in my life. Uh, again, let's talk about Atani. Okay, he gives up seven runs in the first inning, getting two outs. And then, of course, he's got to come out of the game because you don't want to play the rest of the game, eight batters against nine batters uh, for the Yankees. So there is a negative for him starting uh, as far as that is concerned and also being in that uh, batting order rather than using a DH. Start him at first base and then let one guy get an out and then bring him into the mound. <laughs> <laughs> but then what happens again if he doesn't get out of the first inning like Put he did yesterday? <laughs> Then you've lost two guys. Okay, folks, uh, this is Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also heard, of course, on pod clips around the world. And uh, love to have you uh, join us uh, by emailing us at sportsfredatao.com, sportsfred at aol.com. Clippers um, were basically uh, pick them last night uh, versus uh, Phoenix. And um, they played their heart out and they lost. And they lost badly. But I got to tell you something. The one guy that I kept viewing when he was on the court was Terrence Mann. That guy has to keep playing. They've got to get more minutes for him. Of course, he had that 39-point game three or four games back. But forgetting that, he's the guy that hustles all the time. I hope they sign him to a long-term contract. What do you think? I think he's got a chance to be a star, Fred. Yeah, yeah. He has all the makings. He reminds me of a young Devin Booker, even though Devin Booker is young. But, I mean, the funny thing about that game last night was – I felt like the Clippers were in it until the until the midway through the third quarter, and then it looked like they finally ran out of gas. And Patrick Beverly got awfully chippy in the last twenty twenty five minutes of that game. He made some plays to me that were completely out of control when he came down on Aiton's head, um, flying through the key, and then he pushes Chris Paul. And you know, Chris Paul was pretty classy talking about, you know. Uh, What's my favorite actor, uh, uh, Billy, Billy Crystal, and, and the fact that he had been through so much over the years. You know, I got to say one thing. The Clippers kind of lost their cool at the end, and I give them a lot of credit for hanging in there and playing tough in three series. But, boy, Tyrone Lue, as good a coach as he's turned out to be, he seems like he didn't have control of that team last night. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any question. I think your point well taken. Third quarter, they ran out of gas. Uh, again, without Leonard, uh, they were uh, going in there uh, certainly in a negative situation. But you know what? I mean, uh, uh, Phoenix uh, wasn't at full strength. Uh, uh, Cameron Johnson's a fine player. He didn't play last night. All right, let's talk numbers, numbers and more numbers. Tonight uh, at Milwaukee, the Hawks, Giannis is not playing. And at this point, I don't know, and nobody seems to know, if uh, Trey Young is playing or not playing, and Bojanovic is playing or not playing, I love to wager on fantasy. I don't know what to do. We're like an, less than an hour and a half away from tip-off. What do you think is going to happen? I got a hunch Trey Young is going to play. What do you think? Well, I saw him shooting around in pregame, um, and he looked like he was okay. I don't know how effective he's going to be, but then again, he doesn't do much except stand around and shoot threes anyway. 
So, I mean, he might be all right. Uh, I think Bogdanovich is another key. Um, right now, I have to tell you, unless Milwaukee can come up with some great performances by Holiday and Middleton and a couple of their other guys like Lopez, they're, they're in big trouble. They really are. I mean, Giannis has so much to that team. I just, I question, I question Budenholz and what he's doing. Um, I don't know what the long-term ramifications are of the hyperextended knee that, uh, that Giannis has, but wow, this is going to be a tough situation. What are the ratings going to be like if it's Phoenix and Atlanta in the NBA championship? <laughs> you know, the, the, the bottom line about Giannis though, um, uh, let's say they lose tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't play them till next season. Even if they lose tonight, is what I'm basically saying. Do you think the Budenholzer are too valuable? The- yeah, too valuable of a commodity. You know, I mean, look at this whole playoffs, Brad. I mean, we can we can go through a litany of like 12, 14 superstars that have missed, you know, either all or part of a a key playoff series. So maybe there is something to what King James says regarding you know the fact that they didn't get much of a rest. I added it up the other day. I looked at all the playoff games that that. Uh, LeBron James has played in, in right. his career. Right. It's like playing an extra three or four seasons in the NBA. All right, but I, I, I don't go by the fact they started too soon. I don't. These injuries, uh, you know, you, you hurt your knee tripping. and That's going to happen uh, without and What the, else can you put it to? Are these guys that soft, you think? Coincidence. That's a lot of guys have gone down with knee injuries and things like that. They're going to happen if you have a six-week uh, separation or a three-month separation, in my humble opinion. Folks, Believe Sports, Business Sports, Media. Uh, also heard, of course, on pod clips around the world. All right. Um, a key question for me, and so much is happening in sports, but I got to bring this up. Chauncey Billups gets uh, assigned as the new coach of the Portland Trailblazers. Um Jason Kidd gets the same with the Dallas Mavericks. Now, Jason Kidd. Did they ever check the police blotter on these guys? Jason Kidd, 15 years ago, uh, beat up his wife, Jemana. And we know the story of uh, Chauncey Billups. Uh, Damian Lillard indicates he didn't know the story when he was pushing for Chauncey Billups. Um, And we we talked about this on the air and off the air. Uh, There were two women up there, uh, you know, fighting for the job. And... uh, I knew and I know that Becky Hammond's not going to get a job this year, and I don't think Don Staley will either. Okay, so what do you think? The Blazers make a mistake or not make a mistake by signing – now, again, it was twenty, it was 1997, so that's 24 years ago. But that bugs me anyway. It's not like maybe giving a tip to a waiter. This is a sort of a big thing that he paid off a woman hundreds of thousands of dollars for a, a sexual uh, – situation in 1997 and as far as jason kidd he's never disagreed that he beat up his wife yet he's gotten jobs in between what's going on you explain well you know they they got to be assistants in the nba so that kind of gives them a clean pass and you know time they say does heal all ills i question that a little bit in my mind i mean look what they did to eric the enemy in in you know in the nfl because of what he did as a as an undergraduate assistant coach in Colorado in the nineties, early nineties. Yep. That seemed to preclude him from getting a job in the, the national football league. But then again, Deshaun Watson, I guarantee you he's going to be playing football some somewhere for somebody in the NFL in this next year. So I, I find it very, very unsettling with what's going on in society. If we are trying to do the right thing, 
and be racially sensitive and understand women's rights and all these things that we profess to want to clear up in our society, how are we allowing these guys to continue to come back to the trough, whether it's Trevor Bauer, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, Jason Kidd, whether it's Chauncey Billups. I've met Chauncey Billups, a hell of a guy, nice guy, very pleasant. I don't know what he was like 20 years ago, Fred. I can't speak for that. I know I'm not the same man I am that I was 20 years ago. I didn't like the guy that I was 20 years ago, but I've gone out of my way to try to make my life better by treating people with respect and being a little more understanding of other people's thoughts. And I think that's all we can do is look in the mirror and try to get better ourselves. Will a woman get hired by the National Basketball Association as head coach? I sure hope so, Fred. I mean, Becky Hammonds definitely deserves a shot at it. You work, you know, under a guy like Steve Popovich, who's, who's in my mind, one of the, the five best NBA coaches of all time, you know, and, and I don't understand why she didn't get a shot at one of these jobs. And they're not even looking at her in any of the jobs now. But then let's look at Nate McMillan, who I've always thought was a heck of a basketball coach and a great player for the Sonics. And, and he had to wait an awfully long time to get his second opportunity. And he's doing a great job with the Hawks now. So I don't understand. It seems like it's a big, uh, you know, the Mark Cuban show, I call it. You know, I, I just wonder, I wonder if it's, it's, you know, just who happens to be the, the friend of the guy. Hey, I had a coach in college, North Turner, who was a really nice guy. He was Dan Fouts' backup in Oregon. He has gotten more opportunities in the NFL. And he's a great offensive coordinator, but he should never, ever have been a head coach anywhere. And now he's the right-hand man without being paid for the Washington football team and Ron Rivera, his buddy. Hey, by the way, you keep saying Washington football team. Apparently, somebody's got the uh, uh, copyright to that name. That's right. Uh, There's a gentleman named Shaughnessy in Washington, D.C., who, who Snyder, who has billions of dollars, doesn't want to pay $1.5 million for the rights to to uh, to the names that he has. So we'd rather change the name again. That uh, I, I don't know if I like the name or not, but what I'm saying is if he, if he, he likes the name, bottom line is pay the damn money. Somebody uh, had the brains yeah. to get the right to that. Okay. Well, what a joke that whole situation is. I read, I got to tell you, I'm not a big fan of the Washington Post, but I have a great sports page now. I think they have a new sports editor. Nine pages of great sports. And they basically undressed Daniel Snyder for the way he's run this operation over the last 20 years. They, they went back so far into old GMs and, you know, this, this, this really male-dominated culture and how they treated women in the front office. And it was, it was real, a real expose. And that's why the NFL has got no transparency regarding any of this. If and you I get th- inside this stuff, it, it makes you actually go, are you kidding me? And I presume the Washington Post uh, doesn't uh, share uh, one of its sections with the uh, Maryland uh, Today or something like that, uh, like the LA Times <laughs> section with the California section. I, I think the Times out of its mind. You know, on Facebook, I have a couple of friends who've actually canceled the LA Times because of the uh, separation of uh, 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 the non-separation uh, most well, of the week. Well, and again, first folks, of all, friend, they have a 28-page newspaper. I used to deliver the LA Times. I could only get 10 in my little sack, you know, on each side of the wheel to deliver it. And I mean, and then we're not talking about the Sunday LA Times. I used to have to 
borrow my uncle's station wagon to do that one. And I mean, and then you go through that newspaper and it's really nothing. It's, it's like, I don't know what they're doing, how they're doing it, but you know, the Baltimore sun, which was one of my favorite papers in the last seven years is owned by Tronk, which is owned by the, the Chinese doctor that owns the time. They're not a third of what they once were, and neither is the USA Today. There are very few daily newspapers in America that can step up and say they're journalistic beacons of integrity. All right, uh, final word right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media, heard everywhere on Pod Clips. Uh, Art Source, give me your final word for this day. Well, I'm going I'm to say enjoy the Bucks, enjoy the Hawks. I think the big upset is in the making. I think the Hawks are going to be playing against the Suns. The Suns are going to win the world championship, and it's going to be great for the for the memory of Paul Westfall and for 87-year-old Al McCoy, Shazam, the play-by-play broadcaster for radio. And it should be a great 4th of July. I hope everybody's safe. Remember, there's a lot of people that love this nation who died for this country, and our independence is important. And do the right thing, everybody. And uh, my final word would be if uh, you're competing uh, for the United States, the Olympics, you want to turn away from the flag. That's exactly what Art says. You're independent. We're free. You can do what you want. And take that, everybody, right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Thank you, Scott, for putting it together because I cannot put a podcast by myself because I'm totally incompetent. See you next week across America and around the world on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Heard everywhere on Pod Clips. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.